skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. It seems to run on some form of electricity. And it was wrong. It was a bad call, Ripley. It was a bad call. Bad call. Some are good for fighting, others for dying. It's Just Two Movies. Welcome back to another episode of It's Just Two Movies. My name's Daniel King. With me today is Jackson, back in the house. Uh, if you've never listened to this podcast before, what we do is we watch two movies. One of them's good, one of them's bad. You get it. We're we're having we're having beers, we're having laughs. Jackson, what's up, brother? Yeah, Jackson's in the house, man. Not much. Uh, working in, uh, you know. It's been, been good? It's, it's been a minute since I've been here, so yeah. I'm happy to be back. Yeah. Not not a ton going on. Nothing um, nothing new going on. You said you're going floating tomorrow. Yeah, you know, hit the river, hit That's the river. Those, uh, you know, do one of those hillbilly things. Yeah, one of those Missouri pastimes. <laughs> you, you like you were like uh, we were sitting in the kitchen earlier talking, and you're like, oh yeah, I was out picking some blackberries. I got into some sumac, and <laughs> sister stepped on a hornet's nest, or you know, whatever the deal was. I'm a fucking hillbilly going man. floating tomorrow, and I was like, that's like the most Missouri fucking weekend I've ah, ever damn. heard in my life. When so I work in the city a lot, and well, my job is prim- primarily in the city and uh, St. Louis. If you're listening and not familiar with the area, we're we're about hour hour twenty south of uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, and uh, what my job entails is a bunch of city people working with me, <laughs> and they're like, they think I'm the most redneck person. They've ever met in their They're life. Not even fucking close. And I'm like, I am <laughs> the best version of what you think is a redneck. I was playing golf today in Potosi, and <laughs> right? this dude rolled up. All he's like, "Hey, you boys having a good time?" Well, I was yeah. like, just started cracking up, laughing. And I didn't mean to. He's like, "Yeah, you, you boys. Yeah, I tell you what, <laughs> I'm getting ready to play me a little golf tomorrow. We're having a we're having a, a fundraiser out at. Uh, I mean, this guy just sounds like fucking Foghorn Leghorn, and it's great. It's charming. It's, uh, but I, lo- I uh, love it. Like people don't even know. Like if I brought someone from the city that had never been down to the into our into our parts, right, <laughs> right, into these parts down yonder, they'd be like, "What the fuck is going on down here?" Get me the fuck out of here. It's too, there's too many woods. There's too many fucking weird people. This is a uh, banjo playing weird shit. Yeah. There's really two main professions around here and it's sowing seeds and cooking dope. Uh, <laughs> that's mostly, that's mostly what everybody does around here. Um, by the way, meth bad. I don't think I need to say that, but I, yeah. I will. Yeah, it's a given. Don't don't do that yeah. stuff. It's it's um. Yeah, you shouldn't be listening to this if you're doing that. No, it's bad for you. You probably not. Or like, <laughs> go to the hospital if you feel like your heart's going to explode. Maybe it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're here to talk about two movies. Uh, we switch off picking the movies. Uh, I picked this one. I went with. Okay, uh, I want to give you a little background with this movie. This, right. is, this movie is called Meeting Evil. This is from 2012. Uh, it's a mystery drama that nobody saw. Never saw it. Now, if you look this up, it's got a 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb, okay. 22% on Rotten Tomatoes, but 76% of Google users liked it. And I would say that's a little closer to what I think. So I remember watching this movie and seeing that it had a 20-something on Rotten Tomatoes and then watching it and going, why is that a 20-whatever percent? Like, that's – it's not blowing my fucking mind, all right? It's not one of the best movies I've ever seen, but I genuinely think that this movie is worth a watch and I think that Rotten Tomatoes is full of shit on this one. Well, Rotten Tomatoes is always full of shit. I feel like I feel like yeah. They, I feel like if you they miss the mark, I feel like if you ninety percent of the time. I feel like if they say it's certified fresh, it's usually pretty fucking good. Not <sighs> not always, not always. But the main reason just, I, I have a conflict of interest with them is because they're uh, every time I like a movie and they're like they dog it, and I'm like fuck you, right? <laughs> you know, so it's just like fuck off. It's not that I think this is the best movie ever. I just it's breezy. It's a fun watch. It's interesting, and it's not bad. Like, it's not bad. And I tell you this, if you're listening to this show, bet you haven't seen it. Bet you haven't seen it. I bet, I, you, I, I bet I, you haven't seen it. So, bet you've never even fucking heard of it. This movie stars yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, Luke Wilson, Leslie Bibb, Tracy Thomas, and Muse Watson. Yeah. I, so, Danny threw this movie at me, and I was like, I have no idea what the fuck that movie is. He's like, you like Samuel L. Jackson? I was like, yeah, why not? 
Yeah, I remember somebody on the show telling me they weren't a big fan of Sam Jackson, and I was like, "Well, I don't want." He's in fucking everything. I mean, he's in lots of stuff. He's he's in literally everything. He's in lots of great stuff, and he's in lots of flops. And I would say this is—he's trying to make money. This is a good role for him, though. Like, I really liked him as this character. Yeah, he fits the role very well. Yeah. So this originally came out March thirtieth, two thousand twelve. I probably watched it about a year later, and haven't seen it since then. So this is I picked this movie completely on my recollection recollection of a movie I watched back in 2013. And I will say didn't disappoint. I watched it again, was looking at the reviews again and I'm like, "Fuck, man. Do I just have bad taste in movies?" And I watched it and I was like, "No, no, I'm I'm, I'm safe. There, there's there's some things that we'll, we'll we'll come back to it." Uh this is directed by Chris Fisher. Um budget for this was five point five million. I could not find five point five. Five point five and a half million. I mean Samuel L. Jackson, Luke Wilson, what? Leslie Bibb. Well Leslie Bibb and Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson was probably not far off the release of old school, a couple years. Uh, so what year was it? Uh two thousand twelve. Two thousand oh Les- it's two thousand twelve. Leslie That's, Bibb mm. Leslie Bibb was hot off of uh Talladega Nights. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. And that, Sam- that makes sense. And Samuel L. Jackson is in everything. Strange. Um, I, I was thinking early maybe 2000s. when I, I haven't looked any details up on this movie at all. I was thinking this was early 2000s movie. Yeah. Because do you remember me and you watched uh, the Vin, uh, Vin Rame movie with- Oh, with Vin Fred- Rames. Yeah, Freddie Prince, Prince Jr. Uh, the pool movie. It had the same kind of cine- cinematography. Not not cut not Yeah, there are some there are some kind of jarring camera angles in this. There's one where they're ah. they're in a car and they're shooting the road, but the road's like directly under the car and it was kinda I didn't like that. Like there could there's there's some choices there that I was like Yeah, they're not doing that weird uh it wasn't uh, they're it wasn't, not doing that weird filter <laughs> right. or, or tilt shift or whatever. It wasn't whatever terrible thing. like that, but it, in my mind I was like, This reminds me of that Freddie Pinscher throwing Freddy out Pinscher movie. Yeah, throwing out some of those vibes. I think one of the great things about this movie is I really love great movies. That being said, I'm not always in the mood to sit down and watch a two hour and 15 minute enthralling fucking drama about something that's just gripping. Yeah. This Sometimes I just want a fun story. This is an hour 29. So simple. It's, it's breezy. This is a breezy movie. Uh, it's for free on Tubi and on Prime. Uh, it's also free on Prime. I watched on YouTube for. Nothing. Oh, yeah. I, well, I imagine the, the video quality was probably degraded a bit, no? No, nah, it was pretty good. Yeah. I, it okay. had some, like, Indian subtitles, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, whatever. Uh, cool. It, as they say in showbiz, I like to put the onus on the bonus, so that's you. Mm-hmm. What would you tell a friend of yours that this is about, without spoiling it? So, this is a thriller movie about a regular... A regular guy in, in a normal neighborhood where he ends up meeting a an individual that is on the dark side of Whoa. society. Easy with the racial commentary. <laughs> well, just kidding. Sam Jackson's the bad guy. He's like kind of scary. There's something a little off about him. Yeah, some, something a little off. And um, you're not sure what to think through the movie. But there's uh, – man, I don't know how to explain this shit. There's you want me to you want me to take it? Yeah, okay. take, I was like, I can't t- take the range. I always try to throw I'm, it. I'm at trying. The, I always try I'm to like, throw hmm. it at the guests, but I'm happy to do it. Uh, Luke Wilson, down on his luck, just got fired from his real estate job. He's married to Leslie Bibb. One day, a scene of uh, just by happenstance, he bumps into Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson pressures him into getting in the car with him, which he does, and then. Pretty much all hell breaks loose. All hell breaks loose. Yeah, he gets in touch with Samuel L. Jackson and, and fucking shit just goes downhill real fast. Now, you learn other things about Samuel L. Jackson, but it seems like for the first three quarters of the movie, like he's just the devil. Yeah. So the reason I have trouble explaining this movie okay, is I have Fight Club vibes the entire time. Yeah, it does. It does kind of have like a uh, an unspoken something's going on here psychologically. And I, it is because like when they're in the car and he's like, oh, yeah, hey, thanks, John. And he's like, how'd you know my name was John? And he's like, you told me. And he's like, did I? Well, 
And then they just kind of gloss over it because he never did. He never did he tell never him told, his name was John. Yeah, never told him. Um, so he, you come to find out why later. Right. And, and I would like to jump into that. We'll, we'll get into it. But it's like I had the Fight Club vibe in my head the whole time. I was like, when did this come out? Like, was it before or after? Because I'm... Because I, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, Definitely is after. this Durden? Is this Tyler Durden over here? I was like mixed in my head, like what's actually going on? So the movie kept me connected. Like it's a breezy movie. Mm-hmm. It kept me connected to the story because I wanted to know like what inter- what's actually happening. There's just not dead. There's not dead time. It's fast. It, you it's know fast what I mean? Too. It is fast paced. Um. Yeah. I mean, we'll 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 go ahead and get into it. So so let's go ahead and rate it, and then we'll do full tilt spoilers the rest of the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay? If you had to give this an amount of thumbs, no less than one, no greater than ten, but they are like are they gorilla thumbs? Let's just say they're they're gorillas have thumbs. Yeah, gorillas have thumbs. Uh, but let's <laughs> say that they are Samuel L. Jackson thumbs. Wrapped mm. around the steering wheel of a fat ass Pontiac GTO. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, By the way, the, the car. If you're if you're into cars, I'm not a huge car guy. So I love just, a fucking Pontiac GTO. Man, I mean, that who car doesn't? Do this. You need so the Firebird fu- on the front lid. I mean, that's a that's a horny ass car, man. It's a beautiful ride. Mm. Anyway, uh, yeah. How many <laughs> how many Samuel L. Jackson thumbs Jackson? Wrapped around the steering wheel of a Pontiac GTO, would you give this movie out of 10? I'm going to be generous and give it an 8. Soft 8. Yep. I'm I'm also going to give it an 8. A soft 8. I, I think that's actually perfect. That, I mean, that's where I'm at with it. And, um, and uh, you know... You threw it at me and I'd never seen I never even heard of this fucking movie. I'm like, no, what the fuck n- is this? Nobody has. I don't know what else came out. Uh, in March of 2012, but this just and it's not bad. It's though. not it's a the, bad movie. Is the part that fucks me up. It's, it's not it's a bad not, movie. It's not a bad movie. Well cast. I mean, we can talk into what they could have done better, but yeah, it's um for 5.5 million, they spent all their money on Sam Jackson, Luke Wilson, <laughs> Leslie Bibb, and a Pontiac GTO. That's yeah. where the entire budget. Went. Yeah, yeah, they gave uh the actors the money and. Through a story at it, mm-hmm. uh, which the story wasn't. I, I I enjoyed the story because it kept me. Like I said from the beginning or, or earlier, I was I was at a point where I was like, "Is this a Fight Club scenario? Right. Am I looking at uh, Luke Wilson as you know? Does he have a split personality?" Right, and Samuel L. Jackson is his alternate personality because he's almost like that the man for three. No, no, not even three quarters. Ninety percent of the time, I'm like, all right, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. He's a split personality. Nope. And we'll 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 get there. That's probably the biggest spoiler for the whole movie. And actually, I, I might just leave it out so okay, so people watch it. We'll just we'll cut it's, it. It's free on Prime. Uh, you know what I mean? There's a uh, there's a spoiler. It's definitely got some weird weird fucking vibes in it. You're not wrong. It. I thought he was the devil because uh, right? he, he knows you don't things, know what to think. He knows things he shouldn't know. You know what I mean? Uh, but you you find out there is a reason for it. Anyway, Luke Wilson lives in a shithole town. Uh, all his bills are past due. He's got a foreclosure nor- notice on the front door, and he's got a he got a fucking nice ass house though. He's got a great uh, house. Sam he- Jackson, his his wife, they have a little bit of a disagreement. His wife leaves with the kids, and he's like fuck. And then Sam Jackson knocks on the door. He's like, hey, my my fucking car stalled in front of your house. Can you give me a push so I can pop start it? And fucking he, so Sam Jackson, Wilson's pushing the car. Yeah. As hard as he can for like, I don't know, 30 yards? A long time. He's like, hey, can you pop the clutch, motherfucker? What are you doing? Pop the clutch, motherfucker. And And he's got his foot on the brake. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, just lightly kind of tapping the brakes. Yeah. Okay, uh, and then he he blows, you know, you know, he t- it t- turns it on, backfires, it burns, uh, burns Wilson. A, yeah, burns a hole in his pants. And At burns first, his I leg. was like, "What the fuck is wrong with him?" Like that hurt him. Yeah, and then you, <laughs> then you see it, and you're like, like well, so oh, I okay. guess if you were probably right next to a muffler when it backfired, it probably would give you a pretty nasty burn. Pretty nasty burn. Um, so I don't, I don't think I'd hop in the vehicle with him. Jackson's like, well, "Man, it's the least I can do. Let me take you to the hospital." But by the way, let me set the scene. Jackson is a mwah, 
so sharp dressed in this. Yeah. I'm not a big like fashionista, but that like pinstripe suit with the red tie and the hat, hat, he's looking baller as fuck. And in his nice ass car. Like you can tell he's a, he's a kept man. The first thing you notice though, is he is out of fucking place. He's way out of place. Yeah. He looks like like he- You're in the burbs, bro. Like- (laughs) He looks like he dropped out of a fucking swingers club in the 1950s. Yeah. It's like, um- He does look out of place. So- Immediately, you're thinking, "What's what's what's off?" And Luke Will or uh, yeah, Luke Wilson. I'm embarrassed mm-hmm. Owen Wilson. You're like, dude, do not see what everyone else is seeing. Um, if something's off, and he's just like going along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, he just got fired from his job. Yeah, and he's, he's it's the middle of the day. it's the middle of the day. Huge fucking house. He's got a pool he's about ready to build it's like 1 p.m and and he gets home and he's drinking yeah he's, he's like having a scotch this sucks he's yeah. like it's like so kind of said the scene so 2012 the movie starts right or yeah so right after the financial crisis of 2008 2009 yeah, subprime the, mortgages all ha- that bullshit housing bubble popped and you could almost see why they set this movie in that spot mm-hmm. and see why someone would be down on their luck in- oh god, there's another really great movie about the the, the housing bubble popping. Uh, it, it's not the movie that you're thinking I'm going to say, but there's another movie that's fucking weird like this that nobody heard of. It's called Arizona, hmm. and it stars Danny McBride. Uh, I want to do that movie on this show really bad. Like as soon as I started watching this movie, I was like, "Fuck, I should have picked that movie." <laughs> so I wrote it down, and I was, when I go back and edit this, I'll remember that and be like, "That's going to be my next pick." Nice. Um, no, it's a fu- fucking great movie. I haven't, I've never seen that one it's, either. I, it's just because I watch so many movies. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, but Samuel L. Jackson is so menacing in this. And to not, we're not going to go through every little beat of the story. There's a bit where Luke Wilson and Samuel L. Jackson separate, and Samuel L. Jackson beats a woman to death in the cell phone store. Yeah. And yeah. then he has their, they're in a car, and he's just twirling the bat out the window that he used to beat her. It's like a little tiny bat, like a commemorative baseball bat. You'd get it at a, at a, at like a Bush stadium or any other stadium, I guess. Uh, like a little, little tiny, little tiny bat. It's just a miniature baseball bat. Like the kind that you could grab it and be like, Hmm, yeah, I could definitely bash somebody's skull in with this. Maybe that's why he took it. It's covered in blood and bits of hair, bits of hair, like wavering off of it. And he's just twirling it out the window, like a psychopath. Yeah. And, uh, Wilson's, Driving with his affair girl, and right. uh, he's like, "Yeah, let's just take him to the. He needs to get to the junk or uh, not junkyard, but the impound. Uh, impound because mm-hmm. his car is impounded somehow because he parked in the handicapped spot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, I told you not to park there. Yeah, so so th- throughout the movie, this is about like a third of the way through the movie. Jackson has actually killed several people already, but Luke Wilson hasn't witnessed any of it. No so, one's witnessed any yeah. of these killings. So this trucker, they're having a spat with this trucker. Samuel L. Jackson gets in the driver's seat and runs the trucker over. And then they're like going to get help because this guy's dying. And Samuel Jackson is literally whistling Dixie. Yeah. He, because he could not give a shit. He doesn't care. He's he like, just, uh, you, the whole time you're thinking is like, is this his evil conscience the whole time playing like, I really don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, I just got fired from a job. I owe this much money on my house. I have an unbuilt pool. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, my whole my whole thought process during the movie was Samuel L. Jackson is, you know, the dark side of Wilson. And it seems that way. It seems that way. Yeah. And you're thinking. Or that he's Satan. Or he's a terrible, yeah. Or he's just the worst person. He's just on here Earth. to fuck this dude's life up. Yeah, he seems like almost supernatural because he he knows things he shouldn't. And know. he's never there in the right place. Now there is some shit I will say doesn't look amazing. Like when they run that dude over with the car. Yeah, he just <laughs> some of the special effects are a little bit lacking. Yeah, they're it's, lacking. It's clear they spent all their money on three people of the cast and a car. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty clear because they they weren't they weren't green screen and shit. There's some practical effects in this, and a lot of it is just it's like they cut it in such a way that it they didn't have to do the effect. So I do appreciate the thought that they put into it as far as like, well, if we have to hit a dude with a car, but we're not actually going to hit right. the dude with the right. car, so we'll just we'll like like we're speeding up to him, 
and then we'll cut to like the back tires of the car and yeah. the you know, the crash sound and then there'll just be like a hat fall in the middle of the road or whatever. And, then- and it doesn't look great. But it looks better than having a dummy get hit by a car. Yeah, I mean, so, he, he looks dead. Yeah, there's. <laughs> uh, yeah, he does look dead. Uh, the, some of the practical effects in this look pretty good. Some of them, not so much. But it's not deserving of a twenty-two percent or whatever it fucking is. Uh, and another here's another knock against it. Samuel L. Jackson's pistol that he has. You know, the, the pistol he has, like in the beginning it's an of the older movie, looking pistol is. It's it? an older pistol. Yeah. It, there's one. Is bit, it a revolver? There's one. Yeah, it is a revolver. There's one bit where they actually show you if you're making a movie or you're making a short film and you have a you have a gun like a prop gun in your movie. Don't show the barrel. Like, don't show the the width of the barrel where the bullet actually comes out. Right. Because when he when he's like pointing that gun around and I got to look at it, I'm like, that's a 22 caliber pistol. <laughs> that's a that's like a step up from a pellet gun. Right. I mean, it, you could still absolutely kill a person with it, but it is not. It, there's a bit where he goes into a gas station and then later the cops are in that gas station and they're like, I got nine bodies and no witnesses. Yeah, the nine you bodies. Can't, you for- can't kill nine people with a revolver. You with a. With you can't kill shooter. nine people with a six-shot twenty-two revolver. There ain't no fucking way. Yeah, it, it, a lot of things didn't add up. Yeah, uh, so that's that's a knock against it. But honestly, it took me a really long time to pick up on that. And if they wouldn't, it, it, it's because I have any knowledge of firearms already. Right. If I had no idea, if I couldn't tell you the difference between a forty-five and a twenty-two, I wouldn't know. I would be like, he's no, got a gun. I didn't. Maybe I didn't just, pay that close attention. I know pretty. I mean, I, yeah, I'm pretty I, well. I have that revolver that I have that same revolver that he has. It's less ornate, but I, I do have the exact same revolver. Gotcha. Doesn't matter. We're, this is not. This is not. Uh, <laughs> this is not. This is not the gun show. It's the gun show. Huh? We um, talking about it's not the gun show. I got guns right here. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so they end up at a farmhouse. They do. And uh, Wilson. Um, so Wilson at this point is still asking for help. He's like, oh, we just hit a guy. We need to call the ambulance, call 911. Oh, yeah. And, uh. Call the fire department, call Ghostbusters. This is like a rundown, like, I don't even know what it is. It's not even a house. Like, who would live in this place? It's like a barn with a telephone line. It looks more like a barn that has some comfortable amenities in it, but then it looks like a house. But, you know, man, uh, post Great Depression era, a lot of people lived in places like that. So yeah, I, I guess so. And, and uh, Wilson calls, like he's like calls for the police. He's like, I need a. Uh, there's a body on this street. Oh yeah. Uh, he needs attending to. And then like he hangs up angrily, and they're like, "Well, that's odd. Why would you hang up?" Like, I don't. They say something where he's like. There's a body on the street. Come get him. And he hangs up and it makes it seem like it's like he doesn't give a shit. Well, it's what happened there and it happened really quick. And I actually got a little distracted at this point in the movie. So I had to take it back and listen. When Luke Wilson's on the phone with the cop, you hear another lady pick up the phone. All oh, right, right, right. Because there's another there is somebody in the house. Yeah. Although they went into this barn house and were like, hello. Hello, like for an exhaustive amount of time. Yeah, they kicked like, down. If the- there was anybody there, they would have been like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, they kicked down the door and nobody answered, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, exactly." So what happens real time is Luke Wilson stops to make a phone call. Sam Jackson's still walking through the house. He finds an old lady in there. She picks up the phone and he kills her off screen. No one sees yeah, it. Yeah, off screen, you don't see it. And he even tells he even tells Luke uh, Luke Wilson's like, "I know there's another woman in this house." Because what, there was a click. Yeah, he's like, "What'd you do? What'd you do with her?" And he's like, "He's like, just turn your back. He's like, don't worry about he's it." He's like, "Just don't worry about it. What just turn your, just turn your back on it, like you do everything else. You know, you've been yeah, doing it your coward. whole life. What's one more? You're a coward." And the whole time, he's like, "Man, somebody will disrespect Luke Wilson because he's kind of a doormat." And somebody will disrespect him. He's like, "Man, we should beat. We should cave that motherfucker's head in or whatever." He's like, "You know, really, really show him what for." Tell them they can't talk to us like that. Can't disrespect us. The, and he's like, "Yeah, be a be a man." He just he's always like, "Be a man about it. Be a man about it." But so, he's a murderer. Yeah, well, Luke Wilson also like comes up to Samuel Jackson and is like, "Don't mistake my kindness for weakness." And uh, Sam Jackson comes back and is like, "What should I take it for? What should I mistake it for?" Yeah, yeah. There, so <laughs> so real time while all this shit's going on at the farmhouse, 
there are cops at Luke Wilson and Leslie Bibb's house. And I fucking love the scene where he's like, uh, after Luke Wilson is apprehended, but yeah. Samuel L. Jackson's still free on the run. Yeah. And there's the lady cop, uh, the lady cop played by uh, Tracy Thomas goes back and she's like trying to break Leslie Bibb. She's trying to give her the business. So Leslie Bibb's sitting there on the couch with her son and her daughter. So his Luke Wilson's wife. Oh, Yeah. And she's uh she's like the cop says something insinuating that that Luke Wilson is a murderer or yeah, whatever. Like, Your husband did this and he's a murderer. Yeah. He's on the run. And he's on the like, lamb now. Like what's yeah. what's the problems in your life? <laughs> and Leslie Bibb covers her son's ears. Yeah. And says, I will slap that fucking smug look off your fat ass before you can even get off my fucking couch. <laughs> yeah, she and then, goes And then hard she's like, you need to get the fuck out of my house right now. And then she takes her hands off off his ears. And the cop's like, all right, fine. fine. She, Fuck, she gets a, up and starts walking out. She's like, man, she gave me the fucking business. And then she's like, why? Hey, before I go, why did you cover your son's ears and not your daughter's? And Leslie Bibb said, uh, so my daughter knows how to defend herself and my son knows how to speak to a lady. And I thought that was, I was like, that was, that like, was that's one of the dynamite, best lines dude. in the movie. Oh, yeah, that's great. And She's, and then she's like, uh, uh, grab a cookie on your way out if you want. They're fat like, free. <laughs> they're fat free, yeah. <laughs> Which the the lady cop, again, played by uh, uh, Tracy Thomas, she's not fat. She's not, she's you wouldn't not even say she's like all. chunky. No, she's, she's pretty trim. I was like, that doesn't even add up, but I guess is that, is that a, is that a, a dig? I think that's a, a thing wom- for ladies. Dig, yeah. Dig, you know. but ladies, if you're, if you're fit and you know another lady who's fit, and you're like, Psh, fat bitch. Yeah. Is that a is that a super Pretty burn? Pretty sure that's what it was going for. Because it's not a burn for us. We're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, fuck okay, you, man. Whatever. Cool. Yeah. Fucking yeah. fat for me. Whatever. That pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, you like to um, eat. Fuck you. And I don't want to be too wrapped up in like philosophical discussion about it, but I feel like this movie really does kind of speak to the duality of, of, of people. Yeah. Like a lot of days I really feel like Luke Wilson. You know what I mean? He, I really he, he, do. I just want to be an I just want to be nice. I want to be pleasant. I want things to go easy. I just just taking I, it just just taking it as it comes, baby. Ain't no big deal. And yeah. then some days you want to turn Some evil. days I feel like Sam Jackson and I will be talking to an individual face to face and think I could cave your fucking head in right now. I could I could do it. I could just fucking cave your skull in and you would cease to be and and I wouldn't have to have this conversation ever again. I mean, there's a duality to everything. So when when you see his nice side and you don't see the dark side of him, you're like, where is that dark side, Luke? Bro, you got that dark side. Where is it? Yeah. He never shows it. Yeah, exactly. Like like I said, there's that duality part to every aspect of everything that we do in this world. Oh, Um, for sure. Not not to get, like you said, philosophical. Yeah, yeah. I just just wanted to touch on it. Uh, But it is there. It's there. And you're you're seeing the contrast between yeah exactly yeah exactly I think this is just both a, characters and it's like hmm is it, that him it is yeah it's it's showing you the contrast of the of the two the two archetypes or whatever you want to call them uh, and I I think it's done quite well uh, because Samuel L Jackson is just a fucking maniac yeah Sam he's Jackson. just a maniac like the things that he does when he doesn't do a bad thing it's just as confusing as when he does he is he plays this role very 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 well he's he, chaotic neutral if you play any dungeons and dragons uh he's <laughs> he's the most chaotic neutral it's like he or he might actually actually like, i think he's lawful evil He's bug-eyed, wide-eyed. This yeah. whole movie, like he doesn't even—he's creepy. Go, he doesn't shit. Clint, like you don't. You're confused what to think about him. You're like, man, you're evil as fuck. But I, I, I don't know what to think about you either. It's yeah. like I, I know you're evil. So eventually, the cops release Luke Wilson because they don't have enough evidence to hold him. Or no, they find his uh, his the, the lady he had an affair with. And the she affair actually, girl. She yeah. actually corroborates his story. Like, yeah. Uh, I was just with him. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Jackson dresses up as a cop that he murdered prior and shows up at Luke Wilson and Leslie Bibb's house and is like, oh, yeah, your husband's being released. Or he'll be here shortly. I just had a couple more questions to ask you. And then when Luke Wilson gets home, he's there. Yeah. And uh, his wife, uh, what's her? What's her? Uh, Leslie the Bibb. Hot, uh, yeah. blonde. Things escalate. And eventually the two of them are fighting outside in a fucking mud pit. 
and <laughs> yeah. Sam, Sam Jackson is shot and killed. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't want to give away the, no, the, no the good hook. spoilers there. Yeah, there's a really good hook at the end of this movie that actually made a lot of sense. You're you're along for the ride the entire movie. Like it, it yeah. kept. Me, I guess not a long movie. No, like you said, crazy. Yeah, hour twenty nine. Like and I, there's parts of the movie where I'm like, ah, I'm not, I'm not into. It, but I'm like, my mind was like, I need to connect some fucking dots here, man. I mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. And I never knew what went on until basically ninety five percent of the movie was over. Yeah. I'm like oh okay. You, you figure it out in like the last six minutes. And like, it's a it's a pretty good twist. Like all right, that makes sense. Yeah. It's not and not Shyamalan, but it's uh it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a I'm solid for, you know, uh exp- a 2012, 2012, keeping, 2012 mystery drama I mean, or whatever it is. It, it keeps you on the hook like a, you know, a big bass that gets away at the very end, you know. Oh, he'll yeah, shit. No, all about that, unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, that's, uh, that, that's going to wrap it for, for meeting evil. Uh, I've been super busy this week, so I did not have time to come up with a really compelling bad movie. So instead, we're going to watch Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Plane. Because it has Sam Jackson in it. And I've never seen it, so um, it might be equally as... It's it's real bad. No? <laughs> it's, it's real bad, real dumb. Uh, we're going to go check it out, though, and then we'll be back to tell you a little bit about Snakes on a on a mother... On a motherfucking on a, plane. On a... On a mother, motherfucking, motherfucking mother, plane. plane? Um, is it fucking? Mother, motherfucking plane. Mother. We'll be right back. If you or a loved one have issues opening beer cans, coughing, sneezing, snotting when it's inappropriate, you understand that it's time to take your life back. Contact your doctor about Schmaltz. Schmaltz is not a pill. It's a biannual injection that you have to take with inside the the walls of your rectum. Schmaltz should always be administered by a doctor or by your local baker. Banker. <laughs> Do not take if you're allergic to schmaltz. Some people experience side effects. Uh, shitting your pants. <laughs> Permanent blindness. The inability to taste asparagus. The inability to detect magnetic north. Color blindness. No. Physical aversion to daytime comedy television. And indigestion. Because <laughs> the first one is shitting your pants. <laughs> Take your life back. Contact your doctor and see if uh, Schmaltz is right for you. Special thanks to Brad Sexton for our jams. Please check out his latest project at sons.bandcamp.com. That is S-U-N-D-S dot bandcamp.com. Thanks to Lamplighter Productions for our artwork. Uh, please check out more of their stuff on Instagram at lamplighter underscore productions underscore I-L. First time listener, we're anywhere podcasts are found. But if you don't subscribe to any of those services, listen to the show for free on our website. It's just the number two, movies.buzzsprout.com. That's it's just two movies.buzzsprout.com. Want to get in touch with the show? Email us at it's just two movies at gmail.com or find us on Twitter or Instagram at it's just two movies. Want to support the show? Great. Leave a like, comment, or subscribe on whatever platform tickles your fancy. So, anyway, back to the show. Uh, uh fuck, fucking snakes on a plane. Are, uh, are we on? Yeah, no, yeah, we're on. Uh, we're, we're back, s- baby. Uh, snakes on the pod. Snake, snakes on the <laughs> snakes on the pod. That sounds genuinely terrifying. Um, yes, we're back. We just finished snakes on a podcast, and uh, <laughs> I mean, snakes is... on a plane. Yeah, yeah. I, I, if you've ever seen <laughs> snakes on a plane, we're probably going to gloss over it pretty quick because it's pretty pretty popular film. We'll hit the highlights. Um, we'll hit the highlights, and then we'll just bullshit a little bit. I have never seen the movie before tonight. Yeah, it's a it's a Which... first time viewer. Well, I would say probably eighty percent of the people out there probably I, seen the movie. I think the thing was is they really hyped up Snakes on a Plane like it was going to be fucking awesome, and then everybody went to go see it thinking it was going to be fucking awesome. Man, and instead, they got their money stolen. Instead, they went to a theater and watched <laughs> Snakes on a Plane. Um, so it it does have some highlights. It is a lot of fun, uh, but it's not. 
It's not like a suspenseful action. Oh, man. Um, I, I don't know. Here's a little bit about it. We'll get more into it. All right. uh, Snakes on a Plane is a 2006, uh, five years after 9-11. Bold move. Uh, mm-hmm. 2006 action thriller, hour 46-minute runtime. Uh, you can check this out on HBO Max if you have it. If not, I'm sure there are plenty of places that have it for free. <laughs> uh, your local uh, you know, corner store. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. You probably picked this one up at the Dollar General. Uh, it's got a, it's got a 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. It seems generous. 69. Uh, yeah. 82% of Google users liked this movie. Um, what? released August 18th, 2006, directed by David Elias or David Elise. Yeah. David uh, Elliotness. Story by David. De- I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, budget was thirty three million, box office sixty two million. So this made this made money. It's obviously rac- everybody it's was excited about it. Like, I was excited. Remember I, when this came out? Yeah. Was, everybody was like, can "Snakes you, on a plane, man!" Can you imagine? Can you imagine that you're on a plane, but there's fucking snakes and roll credits? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the movie. We were <laughs> we were laughing about some other stuff. Like, uh, yeah, we'll come we'll come back to it. Um. Snakes on a plane, man. So, quick synopsis. So, you're Same. really good at explaining bad movies, and this was a bad movie. Yeah, I got you. So, I, I didn't follow the entire time, which I'm very bad at following bad movies. Every, I think maybe one or two bad movies I followed, kind of up there with the bad ones, where I'm like, uh, it's not great. Um, I'm all scatterbrained with what the storyline is because I don't know if like the first two guys were federal agents, and then guys going to witness. Pro- protection there's probably some diehard fans that like really love this movie they're gonna hate it <laughs> that i that i have no yeah. idea what, what happened it uh it's it's i don't know it's fun it's definitely got its charm but it's not it's not great right you know what i mean it's it's not it's not it's just snakes on a plane samuel l jackson he's a hard-nosed <laughs> cop and he's got nathan phillips and nathan phillips is a he's a witness and he's gonna help bring down a, a, a crime boss but they have to get him on a plane that it's the plane in question in case you're wondering uh, it's two stories. Yeah, it's a cool plane. It's, it's, a, it's like a, a mansion plane. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a really nice plane for for two thousand six. Like Scarface live on that thing. Uh, I mean, there's some other people in this. I'm not really going to go over the cast because <laughs> the other people that are in it, like Keenan Thompson, he's in it. He, oh, has, yeah. a, he has a very minor role. Or is it Kel? Uh, no, it's Keenan Thompson. Okay, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, Bobby Cannavale's in it. Yeah, might be no. I, of, oh, might that's be the Cannavale. Asian guy, or not the Asian guy, the uh, no, Italian. Can, yeah, he's the Italian. Yeah, yeah. That's that's about it. Uh, David Kochner's in this briefly. He's the other pilot who's like, "Hey, honey, oh just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> show me those titties." <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he uh, really highlights the other half of the movie, which is uh, sexual references. Yeah, so there, there's just a terrorist. <laughs> it's not a terrorist. It's the mob guy. He gets a bunch of snakes on this plane. And then he has them spray, spray stuff with hormones, pheromones, uh, pheromones like la- Hawaiian lays. So people are wearing the lays, and there's snakes on the plane. The snakes want the pheromone; they want to bite it and fuck it or whatever. And yeah, like they uh, burst out of the cabin. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's it. That's the movie Snakes on a Plane. Uh, Good night, folks. Uh, I can't do it. I'm trying to explain, but it's like, um, it's like, how do you make a whole movie out of this? Um, and they drug this thing on. I don't know. This does this does kind of drag on a bit for me. It's got it's got some it's got some slow points. Like if you're at a pitch meeting, you're like, all right, we've got Samuel. He's gonna make a. He'll be a hype man. Oh yeah. And uh, I don't really have a story, but uh, how about some, you know? Spitballing snakes on a plane. There's not, not a whole lot a going on. He's I gotta, love it. He's got to turn on the oxygen at some point. The yeah. AC gets hot. Yeah, they know. have to turn the air back on. And, Makes uh, sense. You know, he'll, he'll end up helping fly the plane at some point. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, he'll be just hype the movie the whole time. Yeah, that's and, it. And, uh, you know, what can we make out of that? That's it. You, no, can like, make, you can make a movie out of it. We can that. make a movie and make money. Oh, hell yeah. And then story comes last. And we'll CGI most of the snakes. CGI look good. There's a couple of real snakes in the movie. 
I think. Maybe. It looks it's, like. It's close. I have no idea. Uh, some of the CGI snakes do look pretty good. Some of them look pretty bad. Yeah. The, the bigger ones, I think, look bad. Yeah. I don't remember all of it. I know, like, the pit viper looked pretty cool. Like, like Yeah. Like, show the yeah. Show the scale's pretty good. They have some cool snakes in this. If you if you're if you're into snakes, you can kind of play spot that species. Uh, if that's your jam, uh, I found a couple of fun ones in there. Spot that species. Spot that species. How many uh, animals can you do that with? A lot. <laughs> my da- my daughter likes animals, so we do we do wildlife identification spot stuff. Spot that species. Mm-hmm. We can do it with dogs. Um, yeah, yeah. Dog dogs, snakes, insects, spiders. Fungus, I'm pretty good with fungus. Trees? Trees, I, I'm I'm not so great at trees. Grass? Uh, I can do a couple of them. Weeds? Yeah, there are some grasses and weeds that I know. Mm. Species. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. We're, we're actually growing like a six or seven species of tomato in our garden this year. Spot that species, new episode on you the like podcast. It? You're into that, huh? <laughs> like spot that species, I'm, mm, mm, mm. sounds good. It's like I... All right, what beer you got in that fridge? I'll spot that species. What we got? We got kind of a right, hodgepodge got in here. Hodgepodge. I got. I, I kind of loaded front tonight with a Bud Light. Uh, had some extra ones in there, and then what we got? Um, Bush Light. Um, uh, some flavorful Ooh. cans. I, I, so sorry, that's just Bush. Ah ah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> sorry, Bush. Um, get you next time. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'm gonna say uh, there's a uh, mango fruit looking thing in there. There is. Uh what we got? What we That's got? One of Alicia's. It's like a it's like a Corona guava cocktail thing. Ooh, Corona guava. Speaking of, I've been watching uh, Narcos Mexico. Brush, yeah. Brushing up on my Spanish, like the whole thing's in Spanish, I think. And uh, okay, yeah. Um, oh, shit. I feel like I'm getting really good at like. Speaking Spanish, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I'm I've, really I've not. That, I've thought that too before, and I, then I strike up a. I strike up a conversation with a Spanish Spanish speaking person, and uh, I find out that hablo español un poquito. <laughs> uh, Uno they mas cerveza did, por favor. They did make a really sequel work. to this though, called Snakes on a Train. <laughs> That's a thing. Um, so yeah, we were going through what else? You know, uh, snakes on a uh, submarine. Snakes in space would be pretty terrifying. Yeah. Snakes. I can think of other things that would also be like- It's just the claustrophobia uh, of it Maybe all. things that wouldn't kill you, but that would like really make a five-hour flight feel like an absolute nightmare. Like babies on a plane, because there's a bit where there's <laughs> one crying baby on the plane, and you can tell this dude's about to lose it's his like shit. One guy. I thought about like, what if you and your friends were just going to fly to Vegas, but for some reason- <laughs> The whole plane was full of babies. It was full. just you and like two of your buddies <sighs> going to Vegas for whatever reason, and you're on a plane full of babies. Who would you kill first? Of the babies? Uh, of your friends, I guess. Oh, I would dispatch them non-discriminatory. Non-discriminatory, okay. Yeah. Or would you jump first? Like, fuck this, I'm done. I don't know. Is there a shoot? Like, can I jump safely? It's a whole movie. I have no idea. If I can jump safely, I'm jumping safely off of a plane full of babies. It's like um, I'd be a night. It would, would just be a nightmare. It's maybe because when my kid was a baby, <laughs> they were, they were a very good baby. Like didn't do a lot of. Uh, I'm pretty sure a baby's cry is to annoy you to get you to do something. It is, yeah. It's like at, it's, a, it's at psychologically. A, it's at a particular frequency where we're more unable to just drown it out. It's like it. It's meant to like trigger that emotion of fucking quit. Please, or uh, I'll well, have to feed you. Well, it fucking works, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why, uh, that's why your eyeballs don't grow. That's why babies are so cute, because it looks like they have abnormally large eyes. Well, they have regular-sized eyes. Everything else is small. So, uh, big, huh. big eyes are huge into the uh, cuteness factor, which we turn into an instinctual thing to like want to protect, because it's cute. So <laughs> it can cry, so you want it to shut up, but you don't want to harm it, because it's cute. Uh, and that's how babies work with mammals. That's how koalas work. Yeah, it's on Stuff to Blow Your Mind. They have an episode about uh, cuteness and its psychological effects. It's really interesting. Are koalas on there? Maybe. Fuck, I don't know. Hey, well, there's like a animal in Australia that always smiles. Koala's not a bear. What oh, yeah. It? You're thinking of a – it looks like a capybara, <laughs> but it's not. Uh, but like, it's like know. you can't hate it. It's like 
I think it's a self-defense mechanism for koalas or that capybara thing. Yeah, that little it's not a capybara. It's a it's a different email. But email, it's a, yeah, it's a different at you. email. It's a different animal. It's like I, a penguin. I can't recall what it's is that penguin? <laughs> That was like a little mammal, a little four-legged mammal, a little quadruped mammal. But a smile—I don't but know. I just remember the smile. It's just like looking at you. Like it's you can't be mad at a wombat. It's a wombat. That's what it is. Is, is a wombat like? Is it a bat? No, no. It's a it's a mm. it's a mammal. It's like a like a rat, but much larger and without a tail and a, from a different <laughs> phylum. I mean, we've been talking about all kinds of stuff like uh, snakes on a plane. That's a thing. Um, Babies on a plane. This guy. Yes, yeah, that thing. That's a he cannot be mad. Look, he's got his arms crossed. He looks like a Pokemon. It, it is a Pokemon. It, it looks like a real world Pokemon. They're just fucking adorable. Oh, what's it called? A wombat. Oh, it is a wombat. That's the actual yeah. name for yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I remembered the name of it. <laughs> yep. Pretty fucking adorable. Look at this, look at uh, this guy. It's got a fucking a grin. It's got big old cheeks. Like yeah. it's hiding fucking acorns He in looks there. like a cartoon character a child would draw. It's got acorns in his fucking mouth. It's yeah. like it's hoarding old, for the winter. fat puffy cheeks. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like a little, little chubby, little chubby uh, mousy looking thing. What if they had rabies and were like They're violent? Violent. That's what I was thinking adorable. like the South Park episode where uh, woodland creatures, where they're terrifying. Oh, yeah. And they love murder. It's, it's very terrifying. Yeah, they're all like, "Yay, yay, <laughs> wonder friends," or whatever. They're, whatever <laughs> this thing is. The blood. Um, it, what what would you anyway? Back to snakes on a plane. We have to talk about snakes on a plane at least a bit. <laughs> um, I just feel like everybody's seen it. I know that you didn't see it though. So what? Tell me, what did you think about it? Like, oh what, man, having just watched snakes on a plane for the first time, that's probably like the fifth time I've seen it. So for me. I wanted to like kind of compare it to the just recent Samuel L. movie I just watched. Yeah, and I I really wanted to think. All right, this movie's going to be better. I oh no! I was like, all right, it's going to be better. I I'm going to go high hopes. Snakes on a Plane is going to be a better movie as a bad movie than the good movie. Yeah, it, well, it's been so long since I watched it. I'm like, I wonder if like the the structure of the the movie holds up and maybe just the effects were bad because it's been a long time. And it really disappointed me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it got very, uh, very bad, very fast. Yeah. Like it took the premise, like a short story, mm-hmm. and then uh, shot it shot like early. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I will say, because we were curious, we're like, wow, how long would that flight be? Because they're going from, like, Hawaii to L.A. Yeah, so they did time it out a bit. Hawaii to LAX, and it turns out it's about a five-hour And they turned on a a bomb of a snake halfway through. They had had snakes in a crate on a plane, and then the... The crate had two hour, two and a half hours into the five and a half hour flights. Like yeah, halfway through, you're gonna fucking a, throw snakes on this. It can't turn yeah, back. It had a fucking timer on the on the fucking so snake there, box. So this, that 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 blew. was thought out. That blew, and then there were uh, a bunch of snakes in the snake box, and they all got out. And that's what's up. And there was uh some good looking people on the plane. Yeah, yeah, no no shortage of uh, no shortage of good looking good looking peeps up on that. I mean, they're flying from Hawaii. So, I mean, you would think they're all, I don't oh, know. Hawaii not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm, Hawaii. Hi. Hawaii. You ever been to any place tropical? Oh, yeah. I never have. Well, Mexico. Is oh, that yeah, tropical? That's, that's tropical. I, I would say that's... Uh, that's I very would, tropical. I would say it's at least kind of tropical. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would think that's a, that's a tropical I'm going there in about a month and a half. Oh, yeah? I'll report back. Okay, nice. Again. I've never been any place tropical. Uh, anytime I'm like, where they're like, well, where do you want to go? I want to go to the mountains. I, I love mountains. Do tropicals where it's at. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I, I plan on going. You can just walk around naked. Huh, okay. Feel- <laughs> that's, that I mean, right. you, you can feel pretty good just walking around like, ah, the weather's perfect. Hmm, can I shit myself? <laughs> Why not? I mean, yeah, I guess if you're just naked, you expect what? You never seen a guy shit himself on a new beach? <laughs> Get out of here! I mean, it's better than being cold and shitting yourself. What else on a plane? What What else are we saying? Ticks on a ants, plane? We talked about ants. Ants on a plane. Ants on a plane uh, would be fucking maddening, bro. Like, because they'd get in everything. What? Okay. What if the time bomb was like uh, flowers? They all blossomed at the same time. And you're really allergic. And you just have to scratch you your nose. Fucking wicked allergies. You <laughs> sneeze for five hours. 
Actually, sneezing for five hours doesn't sound bad. Actually, I, I bet after like hour two or three, you'd be like, God, my fucking back. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. But what if, like, constantly just, like, scratching your, or, like, rubbing your eyes, rubbing your nose? Like, oh, yeah. You know I could get annoying. Slam back a, slam back a scotch and Benadryl. And what if there's, like, um... Uh, We're talking about hornets? Hornets on yeah, a plane? Yeah, hor- no, not just hornets, because hornets would be just too regular. Like, yeah. put a hornet's nest kind of all over the place. Oh, like yeah. you Like, you flick one, and then uh, you, you fucked with the wrong one. Yeah, that, then they all respond. <laughs> <laughs> um, those fucking what do they call them murder hornets murder those, hornets? those big I don't know they're like Japanese the, or some, some sort of Asian hornet or whatever crazy ones dude they are fucking yellow huge they look like fucking yellow jackets but they're the like, size of monarch butterflies I mean that would kill me like the si- that's like an inch and a half it's not that bad <laughs> <laughs> he was pantomiming something that's like 18 inches <laughs> so they're, they're not that I big. mean it's pretty they big. They are big, though. To have a thing with a stinger, I'm like, that's a meaty fucking, no thank you. How about old ladies on a plane? <laughs> and they want to show you all the pictures in their purse? Oh, my God. Because they, no, they can't work a smartphone? It's like, oh, man. No. 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 I mean, yeah, but I couldn't do it. No. Who's the first old lady you'd kill? That would be the, That would be the storyline, like. Oh, fuck you. Stop. I hate your kid <laughs> pictures. I hate the smell of the mothballs. Yeah. What if there was a, it's like a dust on a plane. Oh shit. A really dusty <laughs> plane. That would suck. <laughs> and then the maid didn't come through until halfway through the movie. Started dusting up a little bit. In this particular crazy plane, they have a sprinkler system and somebody's freaking out and the sprinkler system turns on and then it's mud on a plane. I mean, I could, you could almost have fun in the mud on a plane. I don't, I'm not on a plane. <laughs> you can have fun in the mud for show, but not on a plane. You just sit there covered in mud for five hours. Oh, man. Um, listen to a baby cry who's covered in mud. What if it was like just egomaniacs on a plane? Oh, is everyone want to tell them your sto- their story? Their story. Bragging about their shit. Like, yeah, just like guy runs a bank, guy's a CEO. Like, they, yeah. they're like, hey, hey, hey. A politic, you know, it's like, hey, 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 let me get your attention. Uh, I think you could make that fun because if you're the only person on the plane that's not an egomaniac, you can actually manipulate them. You could be like, hey, you hear fucking so and so said he's better than you and Ooh. you're a piece of shit. It could become a game of uh, right. like uh, you go up to the pilots, go up to the pilots pit and be like, hey, I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a game running back here. You want it? You want it? You start a game of Clue. Start like this guy's there gonna kill go. you. Yep. Sorry. Just flicker the lights off and <laughs> you know. General Custer in the kitchen. <laughs> joking, of course. Uh, murder's not okay. You know no. that, though. You know we're joking. It's Maybe. a funny podcast sometimes. <laughs> what what else? if there's a bunch of different, like, Batmans? Like, Several Batmans on a plane? That would be a really quiet flight. Just a versions. Different versions of Batman? Like, old, there's only young. like There's only, like, two versions of Batman that won't shut the What about the up? Joker? What if you flip the Joker? Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Different jokers. I don't have the patience for that. Like a very silly joker, or a very like mean, like diabolical. I guess I would one? rather sit next to the mean diabolical one, and I would just go to sleep because he probably would be quiet. Boring. It's like, well, because if it was a plane full of Bruce Wayne's, they're just gonna go to bed. They're just gonna sleep. It's a long fi- flight. They got to beat somebody's ass when they get to where they're going. <laughs> they need the rest. But what if they want to tell you their story? And you're like, yeah. I would listen to a Batman story. But what if you story? didn't want to listen yeah. to it? Like, like if you're just you, annoyed, look, like, I, like, like you just broke up on a date or something. Oh, yeah. And now well, you're on I a do, plane? If I just sit on a plane with a Batman. Okay. Batman's on a plane. Okay. Which Batman would you want to sit next to and why? Oh, man. Um, I would like to sit. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do mine. Give you a frame of reference. I mean, it's got to be Michael Keaton. I would pick... Oh, I was like, I was gonna pick a comic book version oh, of Batman. Okay, I was gonna pick the original Dark Knight run okay. from like the late '90s, early 2000s. You're out of my depth on the characters. Bruce Bruce Wayne's like in his late 50s or early 60s. Like he's an old man. Okay, and he's tired. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. He's he's fucking tired. He's like, I fuck That's this. the Batman I would want to sit next to because if he wants to share a story, it's gonna be it's gonna be. So so good. 
Yeah, it's going to be his best story. Yeah, and also if he doesn't want to share a story, he will shut the fuck up. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, all right. Because he's exhausted. Know, yeah. Um, if but, he said anything to me, I would just be like, I fucking love justice, man. I love that you are the knight. That's great. He would probably have some horror stories. Oh, certainly. But he would never talk about it. No. But he'd also have stories where he's like, yeah, threw this guy off a building and uh, made him talk. That run of Batman, he would absolutely murder people. <laughs> he, it wasn't like where he's like, oh, he just knocks everybody unconscious. He's done with that shit. He's like, all right, fuck this. Yeah. Um, you're all going down. Oh, yeah. It was called uh, Batman Dark Knight Triumphant. That's a cool version of Batman and, I'd like to see today in a and, movie. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a great run. It's interesting. He'd be a fun Batman to sit next to on a plane. Yeah. And uh, if there were snakes, I feel like he'd probably take care of it. Would there be different Bruce Wayne's on the plane? Well, yeah. <laughs> of course. Right. But that'd be a different conversation, like if they're all not Batman. That's true. <laughs> I think we're talking about Batman's on a plane though. Right, but I'm just saying, like, what if they weren't Batmans at the time on the plane? Like, they, they didn't get in oh, the outfit. Oh, they're Bruce Wayne's? They're all Bruce Wayne's. Bruce Wayne's on a plane? Yes. Hmm. Wayne on a plane. Like, a, like are they trying to hide their identity? I don't know. Those, or, those are, are two they, separate like, things. They want to, like, tell their secret? Like, hey, 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 you're the only non-Bruce Wayne guy here. Come here. Yeah, I would still rather sit next to the oldest Bruce Wayne because <laughs> he will still just be tired and, and mind his own business. What if there's, like, a middle-aged Bruce Wayne? This is, like, I got something to tell. I got something a to say. A Bruce Wayne that's my age, I have nothing in common with. Except for that we both like <sighs> to see uh, just, justice <laughs> prevail. <laughs> that's the only thing we have in common. There's a lot of things on a plane that would terrify me. I was on a plane once. Would you be? You didn't answer though. Which Batman? Oh. Which if you were Batman's <laughs> on a plane, which Batman would you sit next to on on said plane? Um, I mean, I, I kind of lean towards you know the the older Batman because like you made a good point. You made me kind of follow that storyline. Now I'm kind of kind of thinking, yeah. but Prime Bruce, uh, Prime Batman. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of scary. Like, you'd kind of be a little terrified, but like, all right, what's going on here? Yeah. He's like, well, I mean, you're not like, <laughs> Mr. J said I got to bash your head in. You know, you're not trying to fight him. Or yeah, you're fuck not trying to him. fight him, but you're, you're just also a, like, you're just a citizen. Hey, can you tell me a story? Like, he's not offering to tell me. Like, yeah. Hey, what happened uh, in Gotham? Yeah, what, what's up with Come that? Come on. Tell me, just tell hmm. me, just tell me a little, a little something. Hmm. Yeah, because I well, you're assuming that if it is Bruce Wayne, oh, you're no, picking, they're all you're Batman. picking the Batman. Okay, yeah, so yeah, you're right. You're right. Prime, Prime would be cool, but it's like I'm fucking sticking to my guns with old man Batman. Like, what happened to Harvey? Because old man Batman, Bro. he's already been Batmaning about since his like twenties. Uh, yeah, or whatever. but he he may not give you the grit and the and the dirt in the story. He'll give you the because you forgot. Or what if he's too old and he's got Alzheimer's and he'll be like, you remember he's that Muhammad time? And he Ali. just tells you the same five-minute story for five oh, hours. man, I feel I feel bad for this guy. Yeah. This kind of sucks. Right? Yeah, just a little rattled up it's top. Like, oh, man. Um, sorry. What if he asked you? You went through that? Like he starts telling you the stories that you don't want to hear? Yeah. It's like, that's not the story I wanted to hear, old no. Batman. I wanted to hear about the time you beat the shit out of Mr. Freeze. And he's like talking about like how he lost Robin or how he uh, killed... I don't know. I don't know. Just uh, something mega sad. Yeah, it's like uh, I killed a Catwoman. Then like he starts sobbing and crying. He's like, "Dude, <laughs> that would be terrible." Let's uh, <laughs> let's 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 rate this. I don't I don't know how much more I can talk about uh, Bruce Wayne on the force things on a plane. <laughs> there just there's nothing to it. There's no reason for this movie to be an hour and forty five minutes long. That was how long we sat through that. Yeah, it was wow. almost two hours. I know it felt like a really long time. Uh, now I did have a lot of laughs. It was at this. There, there, there's a lot of jumps. It lends itself to making jokes about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you have to sit through a movie to make jokes. That's true. It's like All you can just write a joke about it. Everybody's and, so horny on this yeah. plane. Everybody's before the snakes show up. Then nobody's horny. Well, there's still a lot of except sexual for, references. Except for the pilot, he's still horny, and he's and, like a lot of imagery is like oh. That was weird. Oh, the snake is his dick. You get it? It's like, uh, you didn't, you didn't have to put it that far right. uh, in front of right. me. Right. And the- You're just low, dangling the snake. 
<laughs> yeah, the the low hanging fruit award goes to snakes on a plane. Um, As low hanging. Yeah. How many snake thumbs? Mm. Would you give this out of 10 snake thumbs as a bad movie? Man, I'm terrible. I've always said this. I'm terrible at rating bad movies. Bad. Gonna, I'll do I'll do mine. Okay, okay. I'm going to give it a 7. As a bad movie. As a bad <clears throat> movie. If I were watching this as a regular movie, I'd give it like a 2, a 3. As a bad movie, though, I did, I did have a lot of jokes with it. There was some stuff in it I thought was a lot of fun, but there's... There is no... We've watched a lot of bad movies. They just made this movie as an end run to make some jokes that aren't very funny. If you swap out the the main characters, this is so bad. Yeah, it really is. Samuel L. Jackson really does kind of help bring this thing together and make it not as schlocky I mean, he's not great is. in the movie No, at no, all. he's not phenomenal in it, but he makes it... He's a character. Just imagine, imagine if it was anyone anybody else. else. Anybody else, it'd be... So just ugh. I, I can imagine being Christopher Walken. Kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's on. your recast. Replace Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> with Christopher Walken. He'd be like, "Wow, we." Uh, he's just. I can't do a he, good Christopher. He's Walken. just. He's just. Up, all these snakes. He, oh, he's just upset the whole time. He's just yeah, like, "Oh yeah, are you kidding me?" You know, it, it kind of the. Uh, whoa, whoa. You talking to my snakes all wrong? Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you talk to my snake again. And, you know, I have to hit you in stab the head, you, stab you in the face with a soldering iron. I'm gonna grab beer. Two seconds. All right. How many snake thumbs? Snake thumbs. Um. So yeah, we've watched a lot of bad movies. We have. I've enjoyed a lot of bad movies. I'm gonna have to go four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. Like you know, there's bad movies that you know you have fun with, right? Oh yeah. This one I, I had fun with. Didn't do that for you? It was just redundant. Like, at a certain point, well, I don't know. Okay, so now I'm still talking about it. That's what trips me up. I'm oh, like, yeah. We'll be talking about it all night, I'm sure. Like, there's like, so, fucking... so, so many premises, like, uh, just play with it. Yeah, you really could. What about coyotes <laughs> on a plane? That wouldn't be too bad, actually. Or like, fucking... fleas, but they brought fleas. I fucking... Oh, fleas on a plane? Fuck. And there's, like, hopping on you? Chiggers like, on fuck? a plane? I don't... Fuck, dude. So, some people don't know, uh, ch- chiggers aren't... Uh, they're little bugs. They're, they're not synonymous with mosquitoes. We have them here in the Midwest. They aren't everywhere, but they are little little blood sucking insects, and, they, and they are the fucking worst. Really, they are the worst. They are the worst. You should get poison ivy and rub on it because it wouldn't hurt it. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Ch- it sucks. Chiggers are straight up the worst. All right, I'm gonna bump this up to a six. Because <laughs> I, I mean, it just leads. It's a. It's almost like a thought experiment. All right. Uh, other segment of the show. I'm gonna put the sting in. Hey, what you watching? I made a sting for this segment of the show. It's called uh, "What You Watching." So, have you been reading or, or watching anything? Reading. Actually, I'm done reading. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't fucking read shit. I'm done with it. No, I mean, not I, read anything the I rest of my life. I studied for the past 18 months for something, and uh, I'm done. You done with it? I think. Did you pass it? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, I certainly hope. Uh, I certainly hope you did. Do you find out I find, at some it, point? Yeah, it takes like a, it takes a while to find out. So, um, watching. Um, I recently watched a few things here. Um, if I remember, uh, sex, uh, love and robots. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, sex, love and robots. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty. Like I was telling you, I think that's pretty uh, a good show I on Netflix. Love that show. It's a short a series it's, of short vignettes, uh, much like the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is also a series of short vignettes, which is was great. Ooh. You seen that? I have not. All right, check it out. It's like right. it's like Western theme, but it's kind of the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Sex, Love, and Robots is great. The, my favorite thing about it is they're all short episodes, and they're all done by different animation studios. It, it reminds me of, like, a Reddit forum of those, like, a, a written, like, here's a concept, go with it. And the concept mm-hmm. is dystopian robot whatever. nightmare or whatever, yeah. or future. D- dystopian yeah. robots. In this future. case, it's love, sex, and robots. There you go. Those three things. <laughs> you got to put those three things in every episode. So... Yeah, uh, and you don't have to like sit through and 
two-hour movie. You want to sit through a series of shows to get to what you want. It's like, I just want to chill out and watch something real quick and not have to commit time to something. Mm -hmm. And every episode, something new, something different. It's like something unexpected, kind of. It's like, oh, that's where you went with that concept. That's cool. So I don't even know how many there are. They're great. Man, I watched uh, Blood Red Sky on Netflix. That was fun. Also involving shit on a plane. Uh, you'll find out about it if you decide to watch it. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything for it on here. I might actually do a review for it on Instagram. Uh, but if you're going to watch it, I'll, I'll wait until you watch it because it'll be spoilers. Yep. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. Uh, also, when, actually, actually, I did watch a couple of things. I went to the drive-in. I watched uh, Black Widow. How was it? It was great. Was it? Uh, it was great. Yeah, nice. I'll I'll put a thing on uh, I'll I'll put a thing online for I, it. I mean, and I watched uh, Jungle Cruise, which I actually enjoyed way more than I thought I would. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I really did. Uh, we, well, we took my daughter, so it was like that's the movie she was excited to see. So we we watched it. I could it. see being excited to watch that movie. It's kind of like it's a, a cinematic like jungle movie. It's got like, a like a Pirates of the Caribbean meets Indiana Jones kind of kind of thing going on. Was it like big kind of? It's a big production. Big production. If, if that's what you're getting at, yeah. Well, yeah. That's uh. It looks like we're we're we've been we're, talking for a long time. We have been talking for a long time. Let's let's call it. Uh, let, let's call it. Uh, I'm gonna call it. Uh, uh, snakes on a plane and um, sna- snakes, on a train. Snakes on your brain. You guys aren't gonna start sucking each other's dicks, are you? Let's all that gold talk. We're a one-eyed Batman. Can I make a suggestion that doesn't involve violence? Or is this the wrong crowd? Maybe we should call in a bomb threat to Houston. I think it's free beer night at the Astrodome. The Jedi. Bob, we don't fight with guns. We fight with the mind. Guys in business is a boomer. That is one big pile of shit. Joe gone. It's Just Two Movies is a production of Blue Cheese and Bacon Studios. And can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Daniel Craig hates playing James Bond. <laughs> and I That's can... what makes him great at it.